Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongakuri, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of November 27th, 2020. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Luna. Hello, everyone. Ogenki. Ogenki, indeed. And Gray. What's happening, dudes? Yep, yep, yep. How was your gobble-gobble day? It was gobbled. I actually ate more thursday than i had in weeks like i picked out i'm not gonna lie it was relaxing it was very small just pretty much me my husband and my sister and i attempted to cook unfortunately one of my dishes did not turn out but i got a plan for next time it was still edible Mm. let's put it that way it was still edible it just didn't turn out how it was supposed to (laughs) it was my candied sweet potatoes they were all liquefied and they weren't mushy. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it was still good. How was yours, Ken? For me, um, so we had three turkeys because so every year we give out to the homeless. So this year wasn't any exception. So we we gave a turkey, we cut it up, and then we know it, a neighborhood where it is kind of rough. So we had plate lunches that we gave out. And... We gave one to my grandmother, even though she doesn't eat any of that stuff. It just ended up being that way. And um, after that, I made pie. I made sweet potato pie, which is one of my favorites, personally. And that's pretty much it. Uh, I ate turkey all day for like two days. I had a ham sandwich, ham and egg sandwich earlier today, so... Mm, that sounds good. And it's really nice that you gave to the homeless. I'm sure that made their day. Well, I mean, it's it's something that our family always does. Even um when we when we join my mother's family, my mother's family is a huge contributor to the people of, that are less fortunate and that their thing was well, we should be doing it too kind of thing. Because not mo- much people have that chance and opportunity, but that's very true. Yep. With that, what have you guys been listening to besides a very glaring admission? Obviously. So not too much, to be honest. It's been a interesting week. I will say I did listen to our MC and went back to Edu, and I'm trying to think what else because it's been. I did go back and listen to Boa, especially because she's a new album coming out and she dropped her newest Japanese single. And man, this is hard really thinking of what I've been listening to. And I shouldn't say it's hard because it was because I'm leaving out an omission of something else. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> what about you, Gray? MC in this week's Oricon. <laughs> and the emotion. And the emotion. I, I, like I have not been able I have not had time to listen to any of my usual stuff. Like I have not listened to Dice in over a week, any LOL, like anything. It, it's been pretty much like you know, n- n- don't take this the wrong way, but it's just been like head in the sand. I got to get through this thing right here uh because you know, I need to be prepared. So I just I just not I did not have time to listen to anything else. So uh, I just had this. Yeah, yeah. I just have this weird image of you and La- uh, Luna just, just like being ostriches and sticking their head in the ground. <laughs> it's like, psh, 
<laughs> yeah, they have that. Yep, uh, it was the emotion omission. Yeah, all week, <laughs> every day. I, 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 mean, I, I mean, and the reason I don't want to say like like I had to stick my head in the sand to get through it would imply like I had a horrible time. Like I had a wonderful time doing what I was doing, but it was just that mentality of like like you know nothing else, only this will do. <laughs> so I guess I, like, I guess yeah. only sleeping like a total of like fourteen hours. 14 to like 15 hours this past week and I pulled off because I've been listening to a bunch of things so <laughs> I was listening to to Exiles track Red Phoenix because it was made available digitally so I've been listening to the hell out of that actually it's really good and then I've been listening I've been to... wanting to check that out so thank you for letting me know that that's available <laughs> yeah so I've been also listening to Eerie's new track e- ENI which just came out digitally so I've been loving that the music video was also, or the teaser for it was actually really good. And she actually did another thing where she was with McGuffin, I believe that's the YouTube channel. Uh, that's a channel that I follow. If you guys really want to look at like urban Japanese pop culture, it's it's really, really good. I've been been going to that, that channel for the longest time now. And... That they also focus on like really niche stuff, such as like they highlighted like a cassette store and a record stores that are in Shibuya and stuff like that. There's this pizzeria that I really want to go to that they really highlighted now. So, besides that, I've been listening to Rondo's. Uh, they released a music video today. Actually, it's called Calendula, and it's the track originally was a part of the ep that was released all around for d4dj but the track music video because i guess bushy road sees like rondo is their only marketable group they've been the only group that has music videos as of late they only have two too and one is the cover so but besides that i've been listening to mc as well and then you got Kumiko Yanagida's track Back to Back, which I absolutely love. I've been highly, uh, highly looking forward to it. So, but besides that, let's continue on to the news here. And Gray, you have the first crack, so why don't you take the lead? Yes, indeed. All right, moving on up to our very first article for today. We're going to be talking about artist DJ Space Kid. And he's dropped the music video for his latest song, Living It Up, which features Young Hassel, Galino, and Top. It's on his official YouTube playlist. Living It Up is a digital single, so you can find it here in the link, and we have the music video for everybody to enjoy. Going on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about Music Unit, Oski, uh, spelled uh, 4S4KS. I, they just dropped their latest song, uh, 33 and a half or 33.5 on their official YouTube channel. Oski did participate in the recent Tokyo International Music Market. So you can check that out. We have the link for that in the article. Uh, you can check out the, it's a very interesting off kilter music video, but definitely worth your time checking it out. It depicts a visualized world of hypothermia youth, which is a direct quote. So if you want to check out this crazy music video, this is uh, definitely in the article. Go check it out. It's kind of wild. And continuing on up to the mannequin rap duo Femme, 
as they released the music video for their brand new track, Peach, which was produced by the lovely collaborator of Danny L. Harley of British bubblegum pop fame. The video is highly synthesized with old school computer 3D graphics and kind of dances the night away. It's very, very trippy and very interesting. It's part of their new album, or mini album, I should say, 404 Not Found that was released a couple couple days ago, and it's actually really interesting. I got to f- listen to a couple tracks. Peach was one of those ones that really did stand out, though, but if you want more information, go be sure to check out our site and the music video in questions on our site as well. And continuing on up, YouTube Originals have revealed their first glance of the lovely global sensation Yoshiki's new video, Yoshiki Under the Sky. It's a music documentary, and it's very interesting that they actually partnered with him for this. And they, they focused on prior acts such as Ariana Grande, BTS, and Lovato, and he's one of the first Japanese artists to actually be joining that. And certain artists do show up. What's interesting, we have Stones actually showed up in the the video as well. So be sure to check out the teaser for it. And if you guys are subscribed to YouTube's premium stuff, you'll be able to get it to watch for free. All right. Moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about one of my personal favorite groups, Dice. As they've announced their fifth consecutive single since they moved over to Avex, which is titled Easy Tasty, and it's set to be released on December 23rd. Uh, what makes this interesting, and I had not put this together, but ever since they started releasing singles for AVEX, each of their releases have touched on one of the five senses. So their very first single that they dropped, which is a fantastic, phenomenal song called Dream It On, that deals with the theme of vision, so the sense of vision, amp, deals with the sense of hearing. Image deals with the uh, sense of touch. Citrus is about smell. And as the title would imply, Easy Tasty is about taste. And it's going to be a fun dance number that is full of city pop. So I'm really looking forward to this. I, I, I think like they've been on a hot streak ever since they went over to AVEX. The only one I didn't really care for was Citrus, and Citrus isn't a bad song, it just wasn't great. But the rest of their stuff has been phenomenal, and I'm really hyped for this. I can't wait for it. Uh, we uh, have the pre-order link in the article. It's only coming out in a single edition, so you can definitely check that out. And we do have the music video for Citrus if you are interested in checking out their last release. And continuing on up to celebrate the release of his latest mini-album period vocalist, Shota Shimizu released the music video for his track, Princess, on his official YouTube channel. Set as the lead track for the mini-album, this is the latest physical release done by Shimizu since White back in 2018, and is directed masterfully by the veteran Kaitada. It's actually a very depressing <laughs> love song as it kind of shows the regret of farewell to a lover and that sorrow that comes with it. You can check out all the information about that on our site, including the order links for period on our site as well. Moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about Mega Boy Group Exile as they've announced they're teaming up with all of the whole tribe, the entire Exile tribe extended family 
for a brand new single titled Rising Sun to the World, which is set to be released on January 1st. Uh, the new track, like I said earlier, will feature all the members, members that fall under the Exile Tribe umbrella, including Exile, Sonamage, Soul Brothers, uh, Generations, Rampage, Fantastic, Ballistic Boys. So it's everybody. And uh, this came via the Sandame J Soul Brothers 10th anniversary live online JSB history, which was held on November 10th. Rising Sun to the World is going to be released in five editions total. It's a bit of a beast. Uh, we have the full track listing in the article, along with their last music video uh, for Love for, uh, for a Child. So... Definitely check that out, uh, and uh, we have pre-order links in the article as well. Uh, the four full track for it's I no Tamini Love for a Child. <laughs> oh, thank you. I, I had it written out right here, but I didn't see it when I was going over it. So thank you, Ken, for that pickup. Continuing on up to celebrate the release of his latest track, Rain, vocalist Uduwashi released the music video for it on his official YouTube channel. Released across all digital music streaming platforms this past week and a half ago it was the latest release done by the artist since anything for you earlier in the year and continues the bombardment releases of 2020 that he has been doing as an artist who specializes on mostly emotional beats and nostalgic style of compositions the track has a very gentle tune that makes uses of guitar pianos and a very interesting synthesizer it was produced by himself the music video that is and you can check out more information about this including the streaming link for rain on our site and the music video in question as well Speaking of Sanda Meiji's Soul Brothers, our next circle is going right back to the Exile Tribe as uh, they have dropped the music video for their latest track titled Rising Soul, and it's on their YouTube channel. Uh, this is going to be released as part of the Rising Sun to the World. It is the third track on there. So check that out. We have the pre-order links again for uh, Rising Sun to the World in this article. So if you want to go ahead and pre-order that. And we have the music video in the article for everyone to check out. And then vocalist Tara announced that she'll be releasing a brand new single titled In a Piece across all digital music streaming platforms and also a vinyl edition on December 15th. This will be the latest release done by the vocalist since her collaborative mini album Echo with industry veteran Yuki. Going with the theme of Maybe There's No Tomorrow, kind of interesting twist on there. It came with two original tracks from the single Totemo Aishteru. and ex- expresses the feeling relating to unrequited love, yet in a straightforward kind of manufactured matter. You can check out more information about this on our site. And unfortunately, due to the unique nature of the track, there's no pre-order links for that currently. Moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about artist Amazarashi. As he's announced, he's dropping a brand new single titled Rewa Ninin Uten Keiko, which is set to be released on December 16th. This is Amazarashi's latest release since he dropped his album Boycott, which happened back in March. Uh, the upcoming release contains his thoughts on various events of the second year of the Rewa era, including uh, such things as the ongoing crisis and other political topics. It is being released in two editions. We have all the information about that on our site, along with his latest music video, which is 
for his song Kae Te Koyo. So uh, if you're Amazarashi fan, this is definitely something worth checking out. And continuing on up to seven member Korean girl group Oh My Girl released the music video for their track Etole on their official YouTube channel. Set to release this past week on November 25th, the song was part of a double A side along with the track Nonstop and will be their Japanese debut. Currently, Etole is set to be the ending theme song for the anime Noblesse. And the music video is a fairly simple one as it kind of features the girls in the recording studio with snippets of the anime interspliced in in between. Released with four editions, which you can check out all the information about that on our site, including the music video in question on our site as well. Moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about popular duo Kinky Kids as they've announced they're dropping their 16th album, studio album, which is titled O Album, uh, which is set to be released on December 23rd. And when I first read this, I thought they might be like doing like a like a King album or something like that. It's the naming convention for all their albums because their first album was A album, second album was B album, and their last album was N album. So they're just continuing on with that. But their last album came out four years ago on September 21st of 2016. So this is the first album in four years. So it's, it's kind of interesting that they're just now coming out with this. Uh, the uh, upcoming album will contain the theme Over, uh, which centers on the message of let's walk towards a new stage, both for ourselves and beyond the times. Uh, it is being released in three editions total. We have all of the stuff that you need to know for the pre-order. It's kind of hefty, so definitely give that a, a read. And we have pre-order links along with a complete track listing because, like I said, it's a little complicated and it's definitely worth going over that. So if you're a Kinky Kids fan, this is definitely something worth checking out. And continuing on, uh, vocalist Akari Nanao announced that she'll be releasing a brand new album, Nana Korobi Nanaoki, on December 9th. This will be the latest release done by the vocalist since Hires High in October and will be her second album overall. Currently, not much is known at the time of reporting, except they'll release with 15 tracks total and will come with five editions, which you can check out all the information about that on our site, including the music video for Hires High on our site as well. Moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about girl idol group Hokago Princess, which they've announced they're going to be dropping a brand new album titled 10th Anniversary Princess Assemble, uh, which is set to be released on January 20th. As the title would suggest, uh, this new album is celebrating the group's 10-year anniversary. Uh, Hokago Princess formed back in 2011 and released their first single, Juliet uh, Kimi Osuki na 100 no Ryu, back on February 29th of 2012. Their last release was their album, My Princess 2, which dropped on January 29th of this year. So it's being released in one edition only. So we have all the stuff you need to know about that. It's it's actually kind of a nice edition, even though you're only getting the one edition. But it's got some flair to it. And uh, we have a pre-order link for that, along with their latest music video. The music video is for their song, Shakun Setsu no Mitsu Terai. So definitely check that out and uh, see if you might be a a Hokago Princess fan. You never know. But yeah, continuing on up. 
after you know the lovely Thanksgiving season, even though that does not exist in Japan, they are already celebrating Christmas. And popular voice actress turned vocalist Yui Ogura announced that she will be releasing a brand new single titled "Very Merry Happy Christmas." That just sounds so freaking cheery. Across all digital music streaming platforms on December 9th. This will be the latest release done by the artist since Happiness Sensation back in June. And as the name implies, will be a Christmas-inspired track. Currently, there's no additional information about this at the moment of reporting. But in the meantime, check out the music video for the Happiness Sensation on our site. The lovely cover is available, though. She's been flaunting that like crazy. And it's very... Very Christmassy. Moving on to our next article, we're going to be talking about uh, an artist near and dear to my heart, Daichi Miura. As he's announced, he's going to be dropping his live performance. Uh, the upcoming release is going to be titled Daichi Miura, Live Colorless slash The Choice is Blank, which is set to be released on December 23rd. Um, this is actually a combination of two performances that he gave. Uh, this will be the final performance of his national tour, which was actually last year for his colorless tour, Daichi Miura Live 2019-2020 Colorless, which was held at a Yo-Yogi National Gymnasium on November 5th of 2019. The Choice is Yours is actually Miura's first online concert, which was held on October 10th of this year. is being released in two editions, a DVD and Blu-ray edition, so definitely check that out in the article, along with his latest music video, Antelope. We also have the full track listing, and it's quite long and hefty, so definitely give that a look, see if there's any of your absolute favorites that might be in this performance. So it's pretty comprehensive, and I, I thought about picking it up, but I, I don't have the money. But maybe you do, so definitely check this out. And continuing on up, the 80s idol-inspired vocalist Hitomi Arai announced that or released more information about her then-upcoming single, Toki Niba Mukashi no Hanashi O, that released this past week on November 25th. This was her third single overall, and if you guys are very aware of this, this was made famous by Tokiko Kato and was the ending theme song of the Studio Ghibli classic movie Poroko Rosso. I've never heard of that one. Oh, Porco Rosso? It's Poco about... Rosso? It's a, it's really it's a classic. Good. Yeah. I, yeah. Let, let's just say this much. You know, everyone goes tells me that yeah, I should be watching Ghibli. I've only watched one film, and that was Delivery Girl. And that was the only one I watched. And I loved, I love Kiki to death. I love Kiki. Yeah. Yeah. Kiki's delivery service is fantastic. But I, I mean, like, all, there's a, so many freaking good uh, Ghibli uh, films. But, I lied. Yeah. I watched Kiki and then the Lupin the Third movie, but that's because I love Lupin the Third. Oh, Castle of Cagliostro. Yeah. Cagliostro. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good movie too. So, yeah, I don't really watch much, much Ghibli films. I know all the songs. I know the Ponyo song. Yeah. I mean, it came out with two editions and it was very interesting because she is the kind of artist that, really takes nostalgic to a T and she kind of dresses that way too. She's like a fairly young, fairly young artist, but she's, 
she has that 80s flair and you can kind of tell that with just looking at the covers for for this track but you can check out more information about that on our site including the teaser for Tokiniwa Mukashi o Hanashi o on our site as well uh moving on up to our last article for today uh we're gonna be it'll be a brief little entry here uh but it's sad news especially if you're a AAA fan as it's been revealed that their hiatus is going to continue on through the year of 2021. Uh, the announcement came via the member uh, Shinjiro uh, Atai on his Instagram account. Back in January, they announced that they were going to be taking the year off, and Atai posted on his Instagram account, I took a lot of time after the decision to suspend activities of AAA. I thought a lot and arrived at this decision. Atae went on to explain that he wanted to gain more experience in his life and study life as a human being. He is looking to release his second solo album, though no details have been released at this point. Uh, we here at Ongaku to You wish every member of AAA the best of luck in their future endeavors. So that, that's pretty much it. Uh, I'm a little saddened by this. I mean, I'm not surprised, but I, I am mean... a little saddened. The thing is, everyone had the year off for 2020. <laughs> so when they an, when they announced that, they did not know that was going to happen, though. <laughs> like for me, for me, why even announce that it's continuing on, kind of thing? Because at this point, you should be like, well, we'll announce when we come back. It we didn't say that we're going to take only a year off. It just says that we're going to take a break. So why even yeah. mention it? I mean, to, I guess to calm fans, but even so, it'll be kind of just like, hey, you know, we haven't still decided when we're going to come back, so please, please wait on more information about this. But I am doing a, a new album. If you said it like that, then that's fine. Yeah. But, but it's kind of just yeah. like, yeah, we're not going to do it another year. Kind of like, well, I, I, th- <laughs> I, I think I think he's getting ready to ramp up. Person, this is this is just a theory. I I don't have don't don't hold me to any of this, but in my opinion, because he's getting ready to ramp up the adver- advertising his second solo album, I'm willing to bet he's just trying to go ahead and squash any questions because they 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 well, don't know if they're. Well, coming say, back so th- th- that might be like the number one question he gets i mean has. even so, saying like, he's just getting like, out in front of the train like well no but i just said even saying that oh well we decided that we're gonna continue into 2021 just say hey we don't have a time that we're gonna continue so yeah. don't even mention the date <laughs> kind of thing so but yeah, that, no, that's I, mean, my, I agree it's weird but that's my whole thing i was like why even mention the date because when I hear hiatus, I just assume that y'all are taking a two-year break. I'm not going to think of even thinking, well, yeah, only one-year thing, especially what everything that happened. I would assume that the fans would be like, oh, yeah, especially how I'm pretty sure what they wanted to do wasn't really accomplished. <laughs> but, yeah, with that, let's continue on to this week's Music Corner here. And, Luna, you have the reins here this week, so why don't you go ahead and let us know who you have up. All right, so I went with the five-member pop fusion band Faith. They are from Nagano, and that is actually where they formed their group in 2015. Despite all the members being from different high schools, they had met at Ina Graham House in Nagano, and there they formed their band. So the unique aspect about Faith is that three of the five members are actually half Japanese, half American, and the members include Akari 
Dritschler, who is the vocalist, Yajima Day, the guitarist and sub-vocalist, Ray Kastner, guitarist and vocalist, Fujiko Adai, the bassist, and Luca Melanson, uh, the drummer. So they are a global band, and I specify global is because of how they do their music. So they pretty much fuse together mainstream melodies with sounds that have the feel of 90s Western music. And Akadi's vocals combined with all the members make for a fun, fresh taste in pop. And the interesting thing about Faith is that all their songs are sang in English and written by Akadi herself. And you can hear the pop fusion elements in Akadi's vocals and that 90s style composition that each member contributes. And with that combination, it really makes a perfect match. And recently, Faith actually participated in the Tokyo International Music Market's live stream, which was a great way for them to branch out and reach out to their international fans, especially doing their songs in English. I think it's great promotion for them, as not too many artists in Japan do this. So, in Faith's track Lonely, which is my favorite track by them, it is on their Capture It album. It is a pop rock track that has a great composition, but Akadi's vocals shine as she delivers powerful lyrics that reach into your soul, which is what did that for me is her lyrics and Lonely resonated with me on a personal level, and her vocals just also gave you that emotion that you feel in that track, and I absolutely love it. And their latest digital single, Irony, is... And I will say it was the latest at the time. Their newest one is actually Last Will. However, Irony came out about a month and a half ago, and it is an upbeat pop tune that has a catchy beat and a chorus that really sticks with you, and I love the guitar work in it as well. And it is a very interesting one, and I love it. It's super catchy. Be, uh, By My Side is one of their more mid-tempo tracks, and it shows that Akari can do that sweet vocal as well as the pop rock vocal and blends perfectly with the composition. In the opening of Kian, which is on their first album, Two Times Three Border, is, is I love the guitar work in that. It is fantastic. In the opening, I mean, you just really hear it. And it stuck with me for that reason. And not only it that makes that this track shine as it's that guitar work at the beginning sets the mood for the rest of the song and it really gets you into it. And for me, pretty much a lot of their songs just it it's really I'm trying to think of how to describe it is Akadi just makes it with her voice. And their song Don't Fall is fantastic with Fujiko Arai on the bass as that is what it starts off with before Yajima Rei and Rei Kastner join in. It is so great and I love Don't Fall for that reason. I mean just the composition of that one is fantastic. I think all the members blend so well together and their latest digital track Last Will is great. I highly recommend it. It's more of a ballad-like song and it's beautiful. So they currently have 
a major debut album, Capture It, that came out earlier this year, one mini album, Two Times Three Border, two EPs, Un and Yellow Road, and six digital singles now. So I would recommend going on our site, checking out their official website, Twitter, and Instagram. And also you can check out the music video for Irony as well. I am curious to hear what you two think as we, this is a very interesting group, especially being many of their songs sung in English. Oh yeah, that's that's one thing. (laughs) (laughs) So Ken, did you want to go ahead and start? Yeah, I'll start first. So Faith was very interesting because obviously this is something that you and we don't really cover all too much because, well, I, I might have hit on them eventually, but it's very good to come to this group now. So Faith was very interesting. I was very, I, I, I read a little bit about them beforehand and I knew that they were a fairly unique group at the time because I we had to do the Tim article and when I was looking at the Tim article I was like hmm that is a very interesting band compared to everyone else because they're all they're all halves and one thing that does really point out to me is Akadi is a really goddamn good vocalist Excuse my French there. there. There's a lot of things that she does very, very well. Less Well, the latest track, is it's amazing. It's probably one of my favorite tracks done by them because of just you have this slow piano going throughout it, and it's it just kills me and it wraps me around. It, it just enticed me every single time I listen to it. It just got me. And when I first heard it, because I started with that, because I was like, oh, I might as well start with their newest track. I was like, oh, my God, I think I'm in a, a good trip here. And I've loved every single moment that I've spent with this band. There was, there was another song that I absolutely did love. There was, there was Irony that I actually really liked. I liked Party All Night as well. Champ was really, really good. But... Last Will was was the cream of the crop for me, so. Yeah, so uh, for me, I really wound up enjoying my time with Faith. I, I regret, I really would have loved to have spent more time with them. I, I've had a lot going on. Uh, but uh, what I've heard and what I've been able to listen to, it's very nostalgic almost. You know, Luna talked about them being, you know, that 90s style uh, growing up as a kid, you know, you know, I, it wasn't referred to as pop rock, and and when I was, you know, growing up as a kid, it was just referred to as soft rock. And you know, the more I think about it, I can, I, I, I really hear that influence of like that soft rock that I heard growing up as a kid, because I think my mom was really into soft rock. So uh, a lot of their music is very reminiscent of that style, and it kind of just takes me back to that day. And uh, I really, really love and enjoy this group. They are, they're really fantastic. Akari's uh, vocals are wonderful. They're fantastic. I think my favorite song, because I'm just I'm a glutton for punishment, is "Party All Night." That's that's just a, that's just one hell of a catchy tune. But "Irony" is great. "Headphones" is fantastic. "Last Will" is gorgeous. And "19" is a is a really uh, good song too. So. Uh, their whole capture it album, I think is fantastic. I haven't had a chance to check out their two by three border yet. Um, but I'm, I'm probably going to, uh, 
a little later today because I I really like them. I think they're they're great. It is weird that all their music's in English. It, it just is. It's off putting. Not not in a bad way. It's just you, you get used to covering Jap. You know the Japanese vocals, and so like when you hear when you understand every word, you're like this is this is a little weird. But uh, we're in a good way. Really really good way. I I thought they were lovely and fantastic, and uh, I I really really enjoyed uh my time with them like i said i wish it would have been a little bit more but i'm not leaving this group quite yet because uh they're they're amazing i'm glad to hear how much you guys enjoyed them i i wanted to cover someone a little out of my zone and i just thought faith was a a good reference and i will say if people are familiar with the group the american group hey monday Akadi from Faith actually has similar vocals to Cassandra from Hey Monday, and their music's a little, I wouldn't say similar, but the style. So I think Faith has a lot of international appeal, and I think them doing that Tim live stream is a great start for them, and I'd like to see them break out internationally. And I could see them doing stuff like Warp Tour, although I don't think Warp Tour is around anymore. <laughs> But I, uh, I'm glad you guys enjoyed them, and I hope everyone on here enjoys them as well. And we'd love to hear your feedback. Yeah, thank you, Luna, for introducing us to Faith, and I have a little bit more faith in my life now that I would. Want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, Luna. It was a lot of fun checking them out. You're welcome. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to this week's Oricon here, and oh boy, <laughs> it was a very interesting week. I tell you that much. It's a great week. It's the bestest week ever. No, it's not that good. But still. <laughs> Maybe for you for one song only. <laughs> but with that, uh, let's... There, there was one song I, I freaking loved, but yes. With that, let's continue on to number 10 here. And as Yoda ni by Yao Sobi. Is this it? Is this going to be the final week we see <laughs> Yao Sobi on here? Maybe. It's possible. Well, I mean, I the, the album's coming out, if I remember correctly, near the tail end. So I'm pretty sure it's going to yoink right up there. But this week it saw that lovely 22,659 points. And going on up, it is loading you and I, Star Traveling and Lonely, from Generations the Exile Tribe. Now, personally, this was uh, uh, like an EP kind of thing. I love Star Traveling. So, which which out of the three songs did you guys like? <laughs> I My favorite track was probably, it was between Star Traveling and Lonely. I liked Lonely a little bit more. Mm. I, I liked it because I love Crazy Boy's rap. Yeah, that that was very interesting to hear there. I, I wound up liking the whole thing. Although my favorite song out of it was "You and I," <laughs> so. Uh, but uh, this this is this is my pick of the week. I I, I love the whole thing of it. I thought Generations killed it. I I was I I, I was dancing to to "You and I" when I heard it. It's just like it's like really good. It's it's a little electronic for my taste, but it's like I think like their vocals are really on point in that song. So I, I really liked it a lot. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. It was fairly decent overall and I mean as a super single, so to speak, it's it's it did its job. Regardless, loading sold a wonderful twenty two thousand eight hundred and thirty eight points. And going on up to number eight, it is Dry Flower by Yudi. So this is a new vocalist that we've 
started to hear from now. <laughs> Apparently, he's been in the business for a while. But how did you guys take an interest with this track, Dry Flower? So I loved it. I loved the guitar work. But most of all, I loved Yuri's vocals. And it just was a beautiful, soothing song. And it did resonate with me. And I think it was just because of the emotion and power he put behind it. And then the simplistic composition. And that's what made it for me. And I know we always hear girls with guitars. But we don't hear, you know, we did have He Die Die. But we don't hear the, you know, guys with guitars. Especially, you know, like Yuri. So I thought this was a breath of fresh air to me. And this was actually my favorite track of the week. Is It just captivated me. Yeah, I, I'll be the voice of dissent here, I think. But I, I did. I was not wild by it. I, to me, like th- this style has become really, really popular lately in Japan. And there's nothing wrong with it or anything like that. But you, you know, outside of it being male vocals, it, it's almost indistinguishable from Aimeon. Uh, you know, pick pick a girl with a guitar that you like. It's it's almost that exact same style, and it's not a bad song. I don't want to sit here and drag it too hard, but to me, it, it was just like, well, you know, it, it's it's hitting all the notes and it's doing the thing. And, but outside of being like a male vocalist, I just don't think it shakes it up that much. So for me, I was like, eh, it's okay. I don't love it, but it's not it's not something that I would run out and buy. Yeah, I mean, I understand from your point of view, Gray, but for me, I mean, the the whole person with a guitar thing, that, that ain't a recent thing, it's a resurgence, if anything, because it's been done to hell to back since, since Yui, of all places. But, I mean, it's alright, personally. It's, I'm, I, I was... A, all right with it i did it the plot sign or anything but he is a vocalist that i think i need to warm up to i think i can just judge him on this one track and he has a very interesting discography regardless so i'll i'll have fun with kind of looking at that but if i were to be like yeah this is the track i think it, it it's just there but it's not gonna make an impression so to speak and i think that's what you're mostly trying to say there yeah, that that pretty that's a good way of phrasing it. The what I was trying to get at. So thank you, Ken, for that. <laughs> yeah, so I mean it's there, but it's 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 kind of like us with the majority of the idols. It's there, but we're probably gonna forget it by next week, <laughs> kind of thing, unless we make an effort to kind of go out and find it. But I mean, I think what he was trying to do is trying to struck that that chord with how Ato was doing and it wasn't working all too much I mean it worked for some people but it didn't work for for us guys I guess <laughs> yeah it, it looks that way but yeah regardless dry flower sold a wonderful 24,396 points and going on up it is Gurenge by Lisa <laughs> not much we can say here it's been on here for quite a while now uh, this week it sold a lovely 24,821 points here. And going on up to number six, it is Niji, my Misaki Suda. So uh, I did want to preference this. The music video for Niji did come out. Um, I believe all three of us were able to watch it, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah. So how'd you like the music video? Because I was just like, no, oh, yeah. I'm just seeing it was the mir- cute. miracle of life right there. <laughs> 
Uh, it, was, it was like a cute, nice family. You know, it shows the love of a family pretty much and the love of one other in the music video. And I thought it was a very nice, touching, you know, it reminded me of like a drama, but music video form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I started tearing up near the end of the music video. It's very, very touching. Just uh, you could see like the warmth and, and I love how they made the decision to kind of focus on the baby and certain aspects of it. And for like Masaki's only in half of the music video because they spend like the first half focusing on the mother of the child and her relationship with, with the the kid. So it, it really works. And then like the second half kind of focuses on Masaki's relationship with the baby. And then like it ends with, you know, them as a family and it's, it's really, it's done really well. Um, I, I like it. Like Masaki Suda is great. Uh, I I think this is a really good music video to it. I I was really surprised by it. They are driving home that this is a wedding song. The, pretty hard yeah. though. Which yeah, it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, for for me, I mean, I, when I've when I watched it, I was just like, ooh, okay. So we're doing this. I mean, your first half of the music video is Masaki's point of view. Pretty much. So, uh, uh, it was all right. I thought it was really good. They were nailing home that it was a wedding song, though. But regardless, this week it sold a lovely 28,467 points. Going on up to number five, it is Dynamite by BTS. Not much I can say here. I see it every single time. I hear it on the goddamn radio, and I change it because I'm sick of this song at this point. But, I mean, it's good for BTS. Go Army. And this week it sold a lovely 33,475 points. And going on up to a AAA side, Dreaming With You, Popping Up and Dive by the wonderful girls from the Love Lives. So, I just gotta ask, which other songs did you guys like the most? Start with you, Luna. Dive. Dive. Dive was my favorite. Then it goes dreaming with you, dream with you, then popping up. Popping up was my least favorite, and I actually had trouble getting through that track. I felt like it was longer than it should have been, and I just didn't care for the composition as well. It was just too much. But I love Dive because I think I, I the vocalist on there, I liked her voice. It was a little bit deeper and wasn't as cutesy. And I, I thought the composition also flowed really well with her vocals and what she was doing. And Dream With You was just nice. It was your typical love live song that does what it needs to do and it works really well. Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree with Luna. I, I think Dive is probably the best song. I think the thing that made it stand out for me is Dive's got like a rock feel to it. I can hear that guitar and, and it really gives that song a different vibe than your traditional pop music so that really made it stand out uh i do also agree popping up overstays it's welcome in every way it's just like it's a four minute 18 second song which is the exact same runtime as dream with you and by the end of popping up i was like really i like that like the song's still going why am i still listening to it so I, I feel like popping up could could be trimmed just a little bit. Uh, and dream with you, it's it does what it needs to do. I think Luna again hit the nail on the head. It's very much, you know, 
it's kind of bargain basement, but at the same time, it's really catchy and it does what it needs to do. And I, I think it winds up being a really good song in the end. Uh, I, I do think Dive stands out just a smidge more, but all in all, Dream With You and Dive are both fantastic songs. Yeah, no, we're three for three on all all three matters. I mean, Dive is probably the best one out of there because it does deviate from the, the formula just a bit. Dreaming With You is by the numbers and popping up. It's just horrible, I think. <laughs> but, I mean, regardless, it sold well. It sold 37,086 points here on both digital and, and physical copy so it did well and these solo ones these solo tracks for these are the character songs are hit and miss with us regardless i remember us dealing this with idol master as well where as a whole the girls might be all right but the the character songs are hit or miss with us regardless going on up to number three it actually went down one spot after being at number two for quite a while it is homura by lisa it still sold well, regardless, at 77,556 points. And going on up, it is better by twice. Now, this was very interesting. Now, personally, I did not like Better. I like the B-song, Scorpion, in my personal opinion, because Better just seems like they could do more. But it's it's just like right at that level of what it checks the boxes, so to speak. What do you guys feel about this track? I completely agree with you, Ken. I thought Scorpion was the better track. And I I wanted to like better going into it, but it just didn't hit it for me because I know they have literally better songs. And I, I still love I Can't Stop Me. And after following up I Can't Stop Me with this, it just it just fell really flat for me. And it's an okay track, but I'm just not going to go back and listen to it as much. I just think Scorpion was good. Scorpion was way better. It still wasn't my favorite of all their songs. I mean, they've had way, they've had way more, I don't want to say better again. Gosh, darn it. They, they can, they can do they can greater. Improve. They can do, they can, they can improve. improve. Yeah. And as much as I did want to like better, I just, it's just going to have to grow on me, but mm, yeah, it just fell a little flat. Yeah, no, I, I agree with both of you guys for the most part. I, I think Scorpion is the better of the two songs, but marginally, I don't think it's vastly better or anything like that. I, I, I When you're comparing it to their most recent release, uh, I Can't Stop Me, like that song was really good, and both of these songs is pale in comparison. And I, I think, I don't know, I would, if I was them, I would have distanced this out a little bit more because, I mean, I Can't Stop Me was only a couple of weeks ago. Well, Maybe I mean, a month at the absolute most. But the thing is, that was Korean. This is the Japanese release. Yeah, yeah. But I, well, I, I get that. I but... mean, I understand your point, but the thing is, they're, keep, they're treating both markets separate. It just so happens yeah. that the Japanese market is going to like the Korean market. A little bit more and the advent of digital yeah. media kind of pushes that just a little bit more yeah I, I can see that but it would have been nice to have like these spaced out a little bit because uh, i can't stop me is so fresh in our minds that mm. it, it's just like anything like you hear after that you're like like that's the standard bear that you're holding it to right I, so it's, it's just like is I mean, this I, as good as what i last heard maybe maybe not i, don't I mean know. i understand but the thing is 
like for me, I'm not going to listen to the Korean stuff. I'm only going to pay attention to the Japanese stuff. Yeah, well, and, and I mean for the the site stuff, I mean, I mean that's that's our focus, anyways. But yeah, yeah, I, and and usually I think Twice has better Japanese releases than they do Korean, which is another surprising thing for me. I was, well, like, usually their Japanese stuff is better, well, but the thing is the advent of just how we've been doing as of late and the year that is our Lord twenty twenty has been pushing a lot more of the Korean releases. I mean, this is. Even before Toys, we had two other Korean artists have their Korean songs on the Oricon before that. And it's very interesting that this year ended up being fairly, like, we see a lot of Korean songs on here. We we didn't before, and now we did. It's just very interesting now that they did that. I mean, if I were to distance korean twice and japanese twice i mean if i were to combine it just twice as the entire thing then yeah i can understand why you should have spaced it a bit apart i mean two weeks is still kind of meh at the most but this kind of also goes with the idols too i mean we had at one time where all the 48s went back to back to back kind of thing and i'm not saying that they're fairly this or they're the the like twice but in different soundings, they're fairly similar beats. Oh, so. yeah, no, I completely agree. And I think that was a lot, a lot of the problem when, you know, like the whole machine was up and running. It's like, you know, every time you turn around, like, hey, here's another 48 song. Hey, here's another yeah. 46 song. Yeah, we had either and the 48 or like, the 46 beating you over the head. Yeah, so, so I, mean, I mean, I understand, but, like, I'm keeping both markets separate. So, that I mean, that's that's just home my thing. I mean, if we were considering twice as the whole thing, then, yeah, I, I would be like, yeah, I, I don't know. Why why'd you at least wait a month or so? But I think they wanted to have yeah. their album. Well, just, and, and, just and to be fair, this stuff is also planned months in advance. And, you know, they can't help it that, you know, the Korean single got popular in... in that, uh, yeah in the Japanese market right before they were about to release their Japanese single. So, I mean, they can't help the timing either. Like I said, this stuff is planned months in advance, but mm, yeah. for me personally, as, as, as a listener, I don't know if I consider myself a fan of twice, but as a, as a, I, I guess a casual fan of twice. Just a connoisseur. It been, <laughs> yeah. It, it would have been nice. Like I said, just to like spread this out just a little bit, because I think in a vacuum, these songs would be better. Then, then the fact like they they're just like right after a vastly better song. I don't think so. I mean, I think they have better Japanese songs in general than this one. So d- even if we didn't hear "I Can't Stop Me," I still would have said the same thing that "Breakthrough" was better than better. So, and I mean, they've had more songs besides that one, but that's just I still think. They uh, they have, I liked a lot of their other Japanese releases more than this, than more than better. Yeah, it's but it's, it didn't help yeah, that yeah. I can't stop me came out before, and that's still fresh in our minds. Yeah. However, even looking and spreading it out between Japanese and Korean releases, you know, I mean, I'm still gonna say there's several Japanese twice songs that I think are way more memorable than better. Yeah, and I think just like like I said earlier, I think it's just it's subpar at at the minimum. It was checking those boxes. It's 
it's it was doing what it needed to do it just was like hey we need to hype up something before our album kind of thing that and that's yep. what i think this this was release and it was sent out to die regardless <laughs> yeah i i agree and i mean it's doing well because i mean they right now you know with their korean album coming out they're hyping up their japanese one they're getting a lot of publicity yeah. so i still think better is going to do good and get a lot of listeners I just think it's just there. It's yeah. okay. And, and trust me, I understand what you're getting at, Gray, because it doesn't really freaking help. It does not help that both of these were back to back. But then again, they were probably planned month in advance, and they didn't know that the Koreans, that I Can't Stop Me was going to be as big as it was. It didn't really help that <laughs> at all. Regardless, Better sold a lovely 95,666 points here. And going on up to number one, it is Koi Nanka Noi Thank You by NMB48. And I just want to shoot myself, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> it didn't really help that this the single was like close to 30 minutes because we got the special editions up on the air. How did you like this song, Gray? Or I guess this whole release on the whole. I, I was only able to listen to the first two tracks, but uh, the uh, title track, the, the the reason you know you you pick this up, what you're going to hear on the radio, I I don't know. I'm, I've got mixed feelings about it. On one mm-hmm. hand, I kind of like it, but it's very very basic, and I'm like, oh god, like I, I you know like they they're not mixing it up in any manner. <laughs> this is a very safe safe yeah. song, but. <sighs> Go, go, go. But, yeah, but the fact that we haven't heard, like, you know, how, like, we were just saying how it's like, you know, like, when the machine was cranking, like, you know, they would just, like, beat you over the head with, like, all these 48 songs and 46 songs. They've been missing in 2020. So, on one hand, it reminded me of, like, how much I missed this. And it was really nice to just go back and hear, like, a basic idol song. Even if it's not outstanding, I was like, I kind of miss this. I'm glad it's here. It was actually okay. I went into it thinking I'd hate it, to be honest, because I'm super hit or miss on Mm. anything idle. I did feel it was generic and forgettable, but I actually didn't mind it. I thought the vocals and composition were nice. Mm. Will I forget it by next week? Probably yes. But at the time I listened to it, I thought it was a decent release. It wasn't horrible. And, I mean, I might go back and listen to it. We'll see. But it wasn't bad. You know, you you say that, uh, you say, Gray, that it's been a while since we've heard them. Technically, NMB48 was the only group out of the 48s to have released two singles because they released one in... Uh, in August, I believe it's date date date, but it's it's interesting yeah. because oh, we didn't really hear the forty eights at all, and I think of this like how I thought the toy song it was doing, it was doing all the check marks, wasn't really really reinventing the wheel so to speak, and the wheel that I've I they do isn't really working for me. And Koi Nanka, no thank you. was just a dud in my mind. But it's it's one of those forgettable idol tracks of the 48s at this point. But regardless, this week it sold a lovely 131,675 points. And with that, let's continue on to the albums here real fast. 
So we got QED by Blue Ink Count at number 10. So um, they reached number 10. So at, at least they're on the top 10 charts there. Then we got their Misia's So Special Christmas at number 9. Stray Sheep is still hanging on there at number 7. Then you got B by BTS, their new Korean album at number 5. Then you got Twice, Eyes Wide Open, Volume 2 at number 3. This is Aji stayed at number 2. Selling only thirty five thousand. So eventually, I think what's gonna happen is, it's it's slowly but surely gonna get there. But I'm I'm not too sure. And at number one, it was Hiroji Miyamoto's new album Romance. I've been actually looking forward to this. It's the album that he does all the covers for original tracks. I've been actually really really looking forward to this because Hiroji Miyamoto is a phenomenal vocalist. So. I actually can't wait. But yeah, with that, I want to say thank you for listening to this week's episode of Ongakuri. You can find us at all the social media sites, at Twitter and Instagram at Ongakuri. You can find us at the website Ongakuri.com. You can find all of our affiliates. Koryu Hunter, he is a retro horror streamer. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash Koryu Hunter, K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also check out our other affiliate, TimberTav, who is a Twitter a variety streamer and is doing all the lovely things you can check them out at twitch.tv slash timbertaft t-i-m-b-r-t-a-f-t can check out your sister rose who is doing all the lovely stuff she believes she was trying to get her own minecraft server if i remember correctly but you can check her out at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty r-a-i-n-s-t-a-r-k-i-t-t-y can also check out our affiliate fangirl has no name she is a variety streamer that is very into the zelda community she was doing majora's mask the other day which i didn't play at all so it's been all spoilers here on out but you can check it out at twitch.tv slash fangirl has no name f-a-n-g-a-r-l-h-a-s-n-o-n-a-m-e you can also check out the podcast that i do with fangirl kill and timber called potasaurus this week it was Yakuza Like a Dragon 24-7. It was a majority of the podcast and about a bunch of Thanksgiving stuff. You can check out that by looking up Corey Hunter on all podcast streaming services. You can find that. Look it up. Give us a like and subscribe over there too. But yeah, you can find me on Twitter at OTYCam1 where I talk about Bang Dream, Aina Aiba, D4DJ, more Bang Dream, and the nfl i guess where can we find you gray you can find me on twitter on gaku gray where i tweet about mostly common writers so if you're a tokusatsu fan follow me there and you luna you can find me on my anime list anime planet letterboxd and twitter at luna maria 87 and nerdy collector luna on instagram where i mainly post pictures of my cat talk about movies my cat and what I'm listening to. Oh, yeah. I want to say thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of Angakuryu. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much. And have a great day. Aloha. This is Luna. Thank you for listening to our latest episode. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Ja matane. And this is great. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we'll be right back here next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>